Truth and Fire, the podcast is brought to you by truthandfire.com, where we explore faith and pop culture from a witty Christian perspective. Welcome to another installment of Truth and Fire, the podcast, which picks up where Truth and Fire, the blog leaves off. I'm your host, Verite Efeu, and you can find me at V-E-R-I-T-E-E-T-F-E-U on all social media platforms. Have you already given up on your fitness goals for 2020? On today's episode, we're discussing the biblical approach to fitness and nutrition. So tune in for godly encouragement to stay the course, to get back on track, or to simply begin your fitness journey. All of this and more when we return. This is season two, episode one of Truth and Fire, the podcast. I'm your host, Verite Efeu, which simply means truth and fire en français. So as I mentioned in the intro, today we're going to be talking about fitness and nutrition. But really quickly, I just want to say happy new year, happy Women's History Month, and happy anniversary to Truth and Fire, the podcast. We are officially a year old now. So So I'm really excited to finally be back on air, and I do apologize um, to you guys for the delay, but I also appreciate you guys for being patient um, while I was getting my life together over here, okay? Um, When I announced that season two would be dropping in March, some people were like, about time, and finally. Um, So I'm sorry that it took some time, but I'm very grateful that you guys um, were willing to just hang out until a sister got it together. I just kind of went through a few things over the break, um, some things that I may um, share um, and get a little bit more into detail with over the over the season, maybe. Um, but for right now, I don't know if it's the best time because, you know, the interview that I, I'm going to be playing today um, uh, for this episode, it's already pretty long, so I don't want to prolong um, our time together today. However, um, if the Lord just leads me to reveal more about what's been going on with me, I will be happy to do that. It's not sin or anything crazy like that. It's just that there were some things and some accusations made and some things that were very discouraging to me as a writer and as a blogger and as a woman um, and as a single woman um, that really, really hurt my little heart. And so I was kind of struggling with a few things. And until I could get that together, I did not feel it um, proper for me to be on air Um um, in this, in this context. So I just wanted to work out a few things behind the scenes first before I, I got back on the mic, but I'm back and I'm grateful that, um, I have this platform. I'm grateful to God for allowing me to, to, to glorify him in this way. And so I, I thank him for you guys for encouraging me along the way. And yeah, just for always having a word uh, of encouragement, even when you guys need to know that I needed it. So thank you very much. So anyway, as we continue um, with this season, as I mentioned, I may get into it a little bit more, but um, you know that's neither here nor there right now. For right now, we're going to get into what today's episode is about, which is, again, fitness and nutrition, more specifically, a biblical approach to fitness and nutrition. I will be joined today by my guest, Brittany Fairley. She is a personal trainer and nutritionist, um, a young lady who has been working with me behind the scenes on my own fitness journey. And so I thought it would be a great um, opportunity to introduce you guys to the work that she does and the wisdom that she shares as a believer and as someone who's specializes in the areas of fitness and nutrition. So after this break, we're going to get into the interview. And so I hope you guys stay tuned. Be right back. 
Hey guys, Vanity Ifu here. Some of you guys have asked for ways to support Truth and Fire, so here's three. Number one, subscribe to the blog and the podcast. It's the best way to stay up to date on our latest content. Number two, purchase merchandise from the Truth and Fire shop. We've got shirts, hats, phone covers, laptop covers, and other neat pieces to help you represent. Visit www.truthandfire.com forward slash shop. Number three, partner with us on Patreon. We have four tiers to choose from, so pick one and unlock the benefits of your support. Find us at www.patreon.com forward slash truthandfire. Thank you guys so much for listening. Welcome back. I am with my illustrious guest today, Miss Brittany Fairley. How are you doing? Happy New Year, Brittany. Hey, girl. Happy New Year. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to talk with me today. So um, we know that it's a few weeks after the New Year, so we just want to give everyone a chance to just kind of, I guess, be re-encouraged or, or re-motivated to meet their fitness goals this year. So I thought this would be a great opportunity for you to um, share your wisdom with uh, the audience as well as to um, tell us more about your business. So um, yeah, just, just do an introduction. Tell us about yourself, how you got started in fitness and nutrition. Okay. Uh, well, my name is Fairly. Um, I am the wife of Donnell Fairly, Fairly, and we have a 12-year-old son, Sean Fairly. Um, I'm, I've been a nurse for um, a little bit over 11 years, and I'm also a certified personal trainer, um, and I'm looking to get my nutrition certificate by the end of um, probably like the, the middle of this year. Um, I have it. Um, I got into nutrition, the nutrition part of my fitness journey back in July 2016. Um, I was diagnosed with a fibroid, um, a 10 centimeter fibroid behind my cervix um, that made me um, infertile. And instead of surgery, I went on a plant-based diet for nine months. Um, and people probably think I'm crazy for saying this, um, but I really felt like I was led to do a plant-based diet because it was something I was really praying about. Uh, the whole fibroid situation like, would scare the crap out of me. And so um, I was praying about that uh, pertaining to my health. And it just kept, the plant-based diet just kept on coming to me. Um, and um, I didn't have no clue about a plant-based diet. This is 2016 wasn't back when like the documentaries like what the health was popping off and all that stuff um that whole vegan wave was popping off back then and I didn't even know anybody who um ever did a plant-based diet so um I was researching galore and I was kind of getting overwhelmed um by it because I really know where to start but I finally simplified it for myself and I started off with no meat for 30 days and um I guess you could say I was a vegetarian in those 30 days because I was still eating cheese and eggs here and there, but um, still more of a whole nutritious, um, whole nutritious food um, I was eating. And then after the 30 days, I cut off dairy and eggs altogether. Um, the first 30 days of no meat eating, um, I dropped 10 pounds. I had so much energy. My mind was clear and I just felt good overall. And I never felt like that before and I wanted to continue it. And, uh, a plant-based diet um, was kind of a struggle because I have a lot of food allergies and uh, I'm allergic to fruits and a lot of vegetables and a lot of those uh, recipes that I was coming across had those ingredients in there but I found out things that worked for me um, 
sometimes eating the same things over and over again. I know some people think that's boring, but I trained myself to see that it wasn't about the enjoyment of food, but this is what my body needs. Um, so, um, but it was just really just reminiscing about this. It was crazy how disciplined I was back then because I'm not as disciplined. Um, <laughs> and to be honest, the whole plant-based thing was centered around my fibroid. So I thought, I honestly thought this was way the, the way that God was going to heal me. Um, but it had nothing to do with that. God showed me me. He showed me how lazy I was um, being on a plant-based diet. Um, because like, if you don't cook or prepare beforehand, you literally starve yourself. Mm-hmm. You could starve yourself or you could be more tempted to, just to grab junk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it also showed me how much my life was centered around food. Um, I've legit gotten in arguments about food. Like, it worked. Like, if you don't let me out, it's, it's lunchtime. <laughs> We're going to lunch because I'm ready to eat. Like, it was just like my life was planned around food. Everything else was unorganized, but my life was planned around food. Like, it showed me how much my stomach was my God. And, um, and it also showed me how the way that I was eating was it beneficial for me. Um, I did plant-based for nine months total with no exercise. I went from 175 to 145 pounds. Um, I We ended up getting pregnant um, in 2017, and I miscarried at 15 weeks of my pregnancy. And I noticed during that time after the miscarriage, um, I started emotionally eating. And, um, you know, when you start emotionally eating, you sit up, you eat crab, you get lazy, unproductive, not want to do anything. Um, and everything was just off balance for me. Um, so I didn't want to go down that path again that I, where I used to be as far as my eating goes. And I was like, Lord, if I'm a follower of you, I don't want to handle this trial, you know, in my own strength. Um, of course, that situation went beyond nutrition and fitness, but I just want to, you know, give you a picture of where, where it all started. Um, so from there, I really, um, I started going into our garage. My husband turned our garage into a gym. Uh, girl, I turned on my worship music and just work out. And I, I really just started getting into fitness from um, there. And I wanted to know, you know, what exercises worked on what muscles. So I signed up for um, to become a certified personal training trainer. And I got my certificate in May 2018. Um, and from there, I, I started out with um, my family and friends, like little small um boot camps um I keep them small because I'm like really I'm an introvert and anything like bigger than four to five people I get like kind of overwhelmed so, <laughs> bigger than 45 people you said yeah, four to two four to five, four to five. Four, okay yeah. I thought you said 45 I'm like that's huge oh, no, 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 no. four to five <laughs> I get overwhelmed I thought of that I, just, I can't I can't handle it so and I like the fact that I can you know kind of spend one-on-one with the being with the people with it being small and um and you were actually my first online client and i'm looking to get into more in that um this year but yeah i ever so often i do like little small four-week sections um with um a group and uh, we do have boot camp training Okay. That's all I got into it. That's what's up. Okay. Well, congratulations on your certification of being a, a, a certified personal trainer. So that's Thank pretty you. cool. All right. All right. So let's talk about this from a faith-based uh, perspective. Now, you mentioned about going on the plant-based diet, feeling like you were led to that. Um, mm-hmm. Let's talk about what a Christian's, I guess, motivation or or how, how do we as Christians approach fitness and and nutrition, like what, what, what biblically um, should we be looking to to motivate us to get into looking after our physical health? Okay, well, well, of course, I don't want anyone want to get 
confused that exercising and food would not get us a pass into heaven. Like, our salvation is not based on what we eat or what we drink or how much we exercise. Our salvation is based on uh, Jesus Christ. And believing in Christ and abiding in Him, uh, we produce the godly characteristics, the fruit of the Spirit. Spirit, and it's beneficial in every way for this life and after. But also in 1 Timothy 4 and 8, it says um, that also body training is beneficial um, in some ways. And um, so, I'm sorry. So in some ways that is beneficial. And I think that it's true. Um, it has some value in all things. Uh, we should be doing it for the glory of God. I think training, it should be for the glory of God. Like um, the Bible says, like we're the eyes, we're the arms, we're the leg. And I think like if we um, are not intentional about what we eat, like we can I mean, it's scientific proof that we can't have chronic illnesses, um, you know, from the, the way that we eat mm -hmm. or if we don't exercise. Mm -hmm. So I think um, exercise, if we look to to glorify God um, um, as being believers, as being the light for him, um, I think it is beneficial in that way, um, using our bodies to glorify God. Mm -hmm. um, and not to be legalistic about it, you know, trying to make you get up and you need to get up at six and do this or you need to eat this certain mm -hmm. food. Mm -hmm. um, but I guess it's just a question that all of us as believers can ask ourselves. Um, if my body is God and this is where the Holy Spirit resides, how can I not only spiritually but physically take care of my body? Mm -hmm. And um, mm -hmm. and so 1 Corinthians 10 and 23 says everything is permissible but not everything is beneficial. Mm -hmm. So first and foremost, what's beneficial to your spiritual health? And you can ask that same question for your physical health as well. Um, mm -hmm. And may the Lord convict you. May he convict you where you need to be convicted at. But I think we should want to take care of our bodies as believers in Christ and not be blind or ignorant to the fact that it's beneficial to exercise and eat nutritious foods. Amen. Okay. Preach discernment. Okay. I'm convicted. I'm convicted. <laughs> Oh well. We can. We can just be like, well, if the Lord don't do it, it ain't gonna get done. But it's just like, why? Why wouldn't we want to take care of? You right. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. why would? Yeah. I mean, not trying to be again, not trying to be legalistic about it, but why? You know, if the doctor is telling you this, this, this is bad. Like, why would we tempt the Lord and continue to do that? Amen. You know, that's true. I know. Over right around the time that I began working with you, and we'll go into that a little bit more later but um around the time that i began working with you i had just gotten um word from my doctor that not only was i um he told me i was borderline obese which i thought that was interesting um wow. he said i was 10 to 15 pounds overweight and i was like what because i'm like five three <laughs> so i was like you know and i think I'm not going to say my weight online, on, on, on air, <laughs> but, um, but he told me I was 10 to 15 pounds overweight and I thought that was so funny. And I was talking to my friends and they're like, Oh girl, that's just muscle mass. And I'm like, nah, no, you know, and I had the audacity to, I got to my appointment early. And so, um, I, I used up the time by going to a nearby restaurant and I got some French fries drenched in, uh, I think it was blue cheese dressing and hot sauce. And I oh, went to okay. that doctor's appointment with it. He smelled the, you know, hot sauce has like vinegar in it or whatever. Uh -huh. And he smelled it and, you know, he's telling me what's going on with my health. And I'm looking like, ah, you know, I don't know if I believe that doctor. You know, I don't think these BMI charts are really made for women like me. You know, I don't, you know, so I'm saying all this stuff. And he's like, is that yours? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so it 
just validated everything he was saying. So, but right. we'll get into all that in a second. But yeah, you're right about the all things being permissible, but not all things are beneficial. So we may be permitted to, you know, eat, drink, be merry, you know, but at the same time, we should be, uh, it's not, it's not always, always beneficial. Certain things we eat is not beneficial. Okay. But working out is always beneficial. Um, at least for this life. So praise God. Okay. So the next question is, um, what is your personal approach to fitness and nutrition? You talked about how you began with a plant-based diet, um, and you were Mm -hmm. dealing with your own health issue. What is your motivation and your, your approach now? So my personal approach to fitness and um, nutrition is simplicity and preparation. Um, I noticed with working with other people, if you make fitness and nutrition too complicated, they'll just throw in the towel. Because it's it's something new. It's, you know, just people just get overwhelmed. So just making it simple and um, having them to prepare beforehand, that helps them. Um, So I meal prep with simple meals for the week and I find that circuit training um, works really well for me mm-hmm. and for my um, clients because um, they'll, they'll come in they'll, they they know like each station will probably have a different um, workout for um, that day or whatever but they know they're going to each station for 30 seconds you know it, it just gives them a mind frame of not going into the unknown mm-hmm. um, so yeah keeping your meals simple and meal prepping and um um, also planning your workouts for the week is a good approach to your personal fitness journey that I found mm-hmm. just making it simple because uh, the people can complicate things a lot and yeah. it's, it, it's really not I mean it, I think just getting it started and just simplifying it like mm-hmm. and, and um, I find that it works for me and it works for my other clients as well yeah and then that can also then push people into that oh this legalism because I gotta do this I gotta wake I gotta you know so well, yeah so I, it's yeah so key I do think that's a good point keeping it simple is it really you know people (laughs) anytime people need to be accountable for something legalism you know but it's all good i know it's hard to say that okay so um so like we said we already know it's a new year now it's 2020 you know we've seen a lot of memes about new year new me and you know people go in with, with the new year. They, they want to change who they are. Uh, prayerfully part of that new year, new me is they repented of their sins and they are now born again in Christ. But there's also that desire for people to get themselves together from either attitude adjustments or fitness, um, goals. So what would you say now to people who may have fallen off or who may be, um, tempted to give up on their fitness goals after the first couple weeks of, uh, of the new year? Okay, so um, my advice um, to those who typically fall off for the new their New Year's resolution um, is to to not make superficial goals. Um, I know typically people start working out for the sake of getting right, like getting tight, like you said, the summertime fine and all this stuff. But you know, honey, when you when you your body aching, you sweating, your heart racing in the gym, like you're gonna be like. You go get this body that I got. Like that's not that's not a good reason to start for for me. Like because you just work it like hard work. You just can't go in with a superficial um, mindset. And I don't want to sound like a, a whole motivational speaker, but know your why. Why do I need to work out? Mm-hmm. Why is it beneficial to eat clean mm-hmm. and go from there and make a plan? Um, and I would also like to add to pray. 
ask the Lord for strength. If working out is a struggle for you as a believer, turn that struggle over to the Lord. Like if I get, I, it's hard for you to turn your plate down, turn that struggle over to the Lord. Like I think sometimes we don't, we tend to not, you know, include the Lord in those type of things. But I mean, he wants to be included in everything. He needs to be included Amen. in everything. Amen. So yeah, definitely pray about um, working out. Pray about, you know, um, eating clean. Amen. Don't leave the Lord out of that. Amen. That's that's it. That's the word. Okay, so uh, see the top two excuses. We talked about this a little bit ago, but the top two excuses for poor diet and exercise are lack of time and lack of money. So really quickly, give me um, what are five healthy and affordable foods that anyone can enjoy? Uh, oh, five. And I think that's another excuse is like, Oh, it, <laughs> <laughs> it really it's, isn't. It's really not. Like, if you plan out your meal, um, it's really not bad. I, I mean, okay, if you get into the pescatarian route, mm-hmm. um, it, it gets pretty expensive. Seafood is expensive. But stuff like chicken, um, ground turkey, um, your beans. Girl, you can make a big old pot of beans. Um, your brown <laughs> rice. <laughs> And just your vegetables, and like I said, um, your, your meal planning. Like I have a PowerPoint that if anybody wants, um, that I can show you, like how to simplify it um, and meal plan. Like you will see that you will actually spend less when you meal plan. Because I don't know about nobody else. If I just go in the store and start grabbing stuff, like mm-hmm. every two days for mm-hmm. a meal, like I'm spending so much money. That's true. But when I meal plan, when I meal plan, like. It's, I, I'm saving money. Mm-hmm. So I think that's just another excuse for the ones that just don't really want to do it. And that used to be my excuse. I, I mean, not knocking nobody. But I was just like, this is going to be too much. Yeah. I, don't, I ain't got time to work out. I ain't got time to eat. But food is really not uh, that expensive. But again, if you're going down a seafood route, then yeah. But it's ways to get around it. But especially when you compare it also to fast food, like the, the amount of money right. you spend. Um, because I fell off for a couple months because I straightened my hair. That's, you know, a black girl struggle. It's a whole nother thing. Because you did what? I straightened, what? My, I straightened my hair. Um, oh, no. I didn't perm it. I just straightened it. And so back in October, because I straightened, I think it was October, maybe it was September. But because I straightened my hair and I wanted it to last, I didn't go to the gym because I didn't want to sweat out my hair. Black girl. So I fell off. And so I just didn't go to the gym. And I also, now that really was an excuse to not meal prep, but I just, just fell off. And so I noticed that when it was time for lunch for work, I would just run out every day to either go to Subway or, you know, go somewhere really quickly and and get something for $7. And I'm spending $7 a day, you know, and so that adds up to, I don't know what, $35 a week. And so I just kind of, you know, it it is, it's expensive to be unhealthy. It really is. It's it's expensive to be unhealthy and it's expensive to be unorganized. (laughs) That's something I have learned. Okay, so what are um, so we talked about food truly isn't that that um, expensive once you really plan it out. But what about um, some quick and effective ways to exercise for those who uh, feel like they don't have enough time to go to the gym? What are some quick exercises they can do each day? Okay, so um, again, I, like I was talking about the the circuit workouts. Um, that is something that you can um, do at home. And I believe I had one of those workouts that I have you doing. I think they were circuit workouts mm-hmm. if, uh, um, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's say that you want to up your cardio. Mm-hmm. So you'll pick five cardio exercises 
do each of those exercises for 30 seconds um, with 20 second rest period before you start the next one. Mm -hmm. And you'll do five rounds of that. And that right off top will be a 20 minute quick um, high intensity workout mm -hmm. that you could do in the comfort of your home. And if you have kids, you could do that before they wake up and go to school. You mm -hmm. could do it when they go to sleep. That's just 20 minutes of your day. Mm -hmm of doing that circuit um, training. And I recommend the um, the app called Tab Tabata. It's T-A-B-A-T-A -A -A app. Okay. And you could, you could program those intervals in, and it'll keep it up for you. It'll count you down. It, you don't have to stop and do anything. Um, and it, it'll plug it in for you. Like I said, that's 20 minutes of a quick workout um, before your kids work up, um, get up, or before you go to work, or after you get work, um, after you get off of work. Mm -hmm. No excuses. Right, that's true. No excuse. <laughs> no excuse. Not even if you straighten your hair. Okay. No, not even if you straighten your hair. <laughs> okay. So, what about um, you talked about meal planning and meal prep? So, what strategy would you suggest for those who hate to cook? Um. Again. Um, simple, simple, simple meals. Um. Again, I have the PowerPoint on simple meals too. I I believe in the three components of protein. Mm -hmm. Um, complex carbs and um, um, a fibrous, fibrous vegetables. So okay. what you could do for your proteins, find out, uh, let's say, three proteins that you like. Um, find out three complex carbs that you like and find three fibrous uh, vegetables that you like. And um, pick them pick pick those things that you want for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, it's just so simple. Like, I don't know how, how else to put it, but it just I stick with those three components and just pick it from there. And that's what I have for my breakfast, um, lunch, and dinner. Okay. And like I said, I have that PowerPoint that we just pick it and go. And you can meal plan for the week off of that alone. Um, I simplify it by eating the same things over and over again. Um, same thing for breakfast, same thing for lunch, same thing for dinner for the week. I switch it up the next week. But that just helps me um, stay organized so I won't be in the kitchen slaving mm -hmm. all day. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? That, that helps me with time. Um, I work full time. Um, and I just, when I get off, I don't have to, you know, cook again when I get off. I, it just saves me a whole lot of time when I pick up a day out the week and just make the same thing and make a big pot of whatever. Right. And one thing I learned when you had me on my um, plan, I finally used my crock pot that I bought like three Christmases ago. Yeah. And... <laughs> I had the crock pot for like two years and I never used it. So I finally, <laughs> I don't know. I just, cracked it open. I finally cracked it open and I love it. So now instead of it being in the cabinet, it is out on my counter ready to be used. So I love that thing. You just throw something in there and you go to work or you go to church and you come home and what you need is already done. So that's been really helpful for me because um, it's not that I hate the kitchen. It's not that. It's just that it's so, at least growing up, the way we cooked. And you know what? That may be the thing, the way that some people cook, the way that people are used to seeing foods prepared, where you're in there all day and you're making like yes. these, you know, huge amounts of food and everything is needs to be fried or, you know, all this extra stuff that you got to do when honestly, you know, planning a meal can be pretty simple. At least for me as a single lady. So if I had a big fan, you, that is a... How would you do that for a big family? Because I'm single, so meal prepping is a little bit easier for me. And of course, it's, it's less expensive. I think with the plan you had me on, I probably spent like $25 um, 
not even $25 a week because once once I got the basic ingredients down, I just had to go back and like replenish like my chicken or, you know, get a few more vegetables. But like, you know, uh, grains and all that kind of stuff, they last a while. So right. I wasn't spending that much um, every week once I got all the main things in my in my in my plan. So what would you say to to people who have families um, as far as meal prepping and keeping down costs? Um, the, the, it's the same thing. I mean, basically, I just double up. And like you're saying with the grains, like the brown rice, this this cheap. You can make a big old pot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, or beans. You could, girl, you can make a big old pot of red beans, lima beans, <laughs> or whatever. But the, the the only thing that'll probably cost you a little bit more is the 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 chicken and the you know your your proteins, mm-hmm. your meat proteins. Um, so um, I, especially if you have boys, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess. <it's- laughs> probably can run you um um that can be a little expensive however i would rather spend money on that than medical bills true um from yeah. us in the long run that's um, true because that's what I hear. yeah and some chicken that's true and i always so, considered myself to be relatively healthy so to be told that i was like 15 10 to 15 pounds overweight um yeah. uh what else did he i think we were talking about having children and that's how we got on the topic and he said um, you know, first of all, he was very rude and told me I need to get to get to moving if I want to have kids. I'm like, I can't control that, sir. Like, I gotta get married first. I'm a Christian. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. But um, he was just basically saying, as far as my age, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll be 40 this year. So getting up there in age and all of that, um, just making sure that I'm taking care of myself so that you know conception would be easier. All of those things. And I, I just thought it was interesting feedback because I had never really. I'd gotten information about my, my, my health before as far as, um, uh, uh, is it pre-hypertension? Um, uh, mm-hmm. Issues with my blood pressure, issues with, um, because when I was pescatarian, I went back to eating chicken um, in September of 2018. But when I was a mm-hmm. uh, pescatarian, I ate a lot of shrimp. And so my iodine, <laughs> okay. like I just, the iodine and the mercury and all of that stuff was really yeah. high. Um, yeah. as well as, um, and then because I wasn't really planning my meals because I was a pescatarian, I just felt like, well, I'm not going to eat meat. So I just, for some, for, for some reason, I just like doubled up on bread. So I ate a lot of bread. Um, I didn't really eat a lot of junk as much as far as like, uh, cakes and pies. I really didn't do that, but I had a lot of bread. Um, mm-hmm. so that didn't help me, but that's why I came to you because I had very low energy. My skin just seemed like it was kind of gray and washed out and mm-hmm. I just looked a mess. And I have to say that after I did two, um, two programs with you, with your, with your, um, company and, uh, I'm still, I feel like I'm still losing weight if that makes any sense like Mm -hmm. I don't know if working out on a consistent basis for the time that I did probably like boosted my metabolism because Mm -hmm. now my stomach is I can't even like begin to explain how flat my stomach is and this Mm -hmm. is still the case after having taken that little break from the gym when my hair was straightened and I was like oh you know she's still summertime fine and you know what I'm saying (laughs) so I was like I wonder if my metabolism um Increase and then also um, because I'm now eating uh, more meat, so now I'm eating chicken and fish. But because I'm I, I reincorporated chicken into my diet, I've, I've I have more of that now. So I don't know if it's the protein and that that's helping me burn fat. I don't know, but I just yeah. know that I'm seeing 
I've definitely lost that 10 pounds and it's staying right. off, which is great. Right. So it in before and after. Yes, yes. So thank you. Thank you, my Diane So um, so let me take a quick break. Um, and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna discuss um uh diets for special circumstances, fasting, um, fitness trends, and then we'll wrap this thing on up. So stay tuned, everybody. Hey guys, Verite Fu here. Some of you guys have asked for ways to support Truth and Fire, so here's three. Number one, subscribe to the blog and the podcast. It's the best way to stay up to date on our latest content. Number two, purchase merchandise from the Truth and Fire shop. We've got shirts, hats, phone covers, laptop covers, and other neat pieces to help you represent. Visit www.truthandfire.com forward slash shop. Number three, partner with us on Patreon. We have four tiers to choose from, so pick one and unlock the benefits of your support. Find us at www.patreon.com forward slash truth and fire. Thank you guys so much for listening. Okay, welcome back, guys. So for those of you who are just now tuning in, I am with my guest, Brittany Fairley. Hi, Brittany. (laughs) So we've just been talking about, you know, a biblical case for fitness and nutrition, um, the wise approach to fitness and nutrition. And uh, we talked about some of the excuses or actual, you know, excuses, not reasons, but excuses for people not working out or eating healthy and basically basically Brittany saying there are none okay I tried to play it with you know my hair you know straightening my hair as a black girl and you know she said that's not an excuse either so okay I'm gonna get I'll get my life together there so yeah so let's get into um these diets for special circumstances so in the first segment you talked about um you know you started on a plant-based diet to deal with um your fibroids things like that so um Let's talk about uh, people who have like, you know, different allergies. We, we've always been taught that the five basic food groups that should be present in every, you know, thing you eat should be your proteins, your grains, your fruit, your vegetables, and your dairy. But is it necessary to include something from each of those groups with every meal? Um, I would say no. And um, like I said earlier, um, I, I stick by the three components, um, protein, complex carb, and uh, fibrous vegetable. Complex carb is basically um, a carb that does not break down as fast. It, your body uses that as energy. Um, so um, this, that's like your brown rice, um, okay. even white potatoes, um, quinoa, um, stuff like that. Okay. Your body uses that, as, um, that carb as energy. Those are your good carbs. Um, so again, your protein, complex carb, and uh, fibrous vegetable. Um, even if you like, I have a a, a, a cousin who has allergic to meat, mm. but um, protein, like vegetable, there are vegetables that have protein um, in it, so you can, you know, use that vegetable as a protein. Um, I don't think you necessarily have to have dairy, um, okay. <laughs> or you don't necessarily have to have meat. It's some people who. Um, who've had reactions to like plant-based meals. Mm-hmm. I've never, I never did. Um, they said the hair was falling out. I guess it's like a vitamin B12 deficiency or mm-hmm. something like that. Okay. Okay. 
but um i've never had that happen to me before and i said i'll be un- even though i eat meat again like that was like the best diet i've ever been on in my life like it was really really beneficial to me but i mean everybody has different body types mm-hmm. um how long were you on so that I, diet how long did that last i only did it for nine i, I did it for nine months and oh, when yeah. i got pregnant i started craving meat so I start eating. So, but every now and then, um, I, I will have a meal without meat in it. Um, okay. it. It's not a need to have meat over every uh, meal now. Um, but I don't cut. I don't condemn anybody who eats meat or anything like that. Like you have vegans and stuff like you can't eat meat and you can't like I don't want us as believers to like get into that um the word actually talks about those people those who have a weak in faith only eat vegetables just kidding <laughs> I mean it does <laughs> say that but it's, it's <laughs> like I have to find the scripture but it's, it's I, when I saw that I was just like you know what let me get up on this chicken right quick and stop playing yeah. these things <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about yes. but um yeah, if you eat meat, then don't or whatever. But um, yeah, if you do have like uh, some special circumstances, like um, you know, you have to have gluten free diet. Like they have, like we have come up, like in the year two two thousand and nineteen or whatever. As far as the grocery stores go, like they have whole sections of gluten free stuff. So mm-hmm. um, I, I don't think anybody would be left out. And even keeping those three components: protein, complex carbon, and fibrous on diet. Like no matter what type of special needs you you have. I think you could find it in those three um, components okay. to have a nutritious uh, meal for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. Okay. And what do you think about multivitamins? Um, how do you feel like those work incorporated with your with your diet? Are you pro against or supplemental? Um, I, do, I don't supplement only because of my my allergies. Um, I do have a lot of food and fruit allergies, even though it's some multivitamin. But some of the stuff that is coated with, I'm a, allergic like to the dyes and stuff like that. Got so, it. Okay. I actually don't, but they are beneficial because some people do like those, you know what I'm saying, those those vitamins um, in their diet. And even some people who are vegan or whatever, like they don't, they don't eat, you know, the nutritious type of foods that need to be um, eaten or whatever. And I believe that sometimes how they like lack this whole vitamin yeah, stuff that, that they're talking about. It's like, what are you eating though? Yeah, like, it's like, you're, since you're, you're mm-hmm. I know when I was pescatarian, um, yeah, a lot of people thought I was vegetarian. I don't know how they got that, but when I, they just, <laughs> but that's a whole nother story. But basically, there's a lot of um, motivation to just eat any old thing because you're you you kind of you kind of go on this like not power trip, but um, you kind of get a little self righteous, you know. Right. Even though I wasn't going out telling people that they had to you know keep my diet, I felt like I was. It, I didn't intend for it to start that way, but because I had to watch what I ate because I wasn't eating um, meats other than, you know, seafood, I I felt like, I don't know, I felt like I was doing some great thing. And so because of that, I've noticed that I fell off in the areas where I should have really been focused. It, I know it's, it was, it's counterintuitive. It was, oh, I don't eat meat, but I'm going to go ahead mm-hmm. and eat like, you know, this loaf of bread right quick, you know, and add extra butter or whatever, yeah. because, you know, yeah. you feel like you have the room to do it. Um, and you're doing such right. good over here that you can, I don't know, but I, I definitely noticed that. And I love bread. I've always loved bread. That's just a thing mm-hmm. of mine. But as far as I noticed, I did a lot more bread intake. And I definitely mm-hmm. did do a lot of um, eating, you know, a little bit of whatever because 
I was missing something from not getting that protein. And quinoa, I got onto quinoa because I was um, pescatarian and I wanted to increase uh, my protein intake. However, uh, first of all, well, I don't want to say quinoa is expensive, but compared to brown rice, it is. <laughs> compared to brown rice, it is. Um, but I felt like if I wanted the most bang from bang for my buck for protein, I, w- I went to quinoa. And I always gave myself the excuse, well, quinoa is expensive, so I can't eat this much. So it was weird. So I went and ate random stuff. Um, so I didn't keep, my point is, I didn't keep the best diet as a pescatarian. And I know a few vegetarians who don't really eat a lot of vegetables, but they're right. vegetarian by right. virtue of them just not eating meat. So I think that's what I'm trying to say. It's, yeah. it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. That's okay. why, you know, that's why I say I don't, you know, I, you know, to each his own. Like, but just sometimes I just wonder, like, what, what kind of food were you eating? Was it like whole food, you know, nutritious foods, or was it just no meat and I'm eating whatever? Right. So, right. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but I think supplementing, um, I think supplementing is good. If you don't have any allergies, I would love to supplement, but I just, you know, I can't get really give anybody any feedback from um, my personal experience because yeah. I, even when I, when I was, when I was pregnant, I got like some vegan type of um, pills or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it had soybean um, in it. I'm allergic to soy. Mm-hmm. And girl, mm-hmm. I broke out. Everyone, I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> and I read the back of the thing and it had soy, soybean something in it. So I just, I, I sometimes just kind of stay away from that stuff and just eat what I can and okay. just go from there. But Okay. So let's talk about fasting. So do you recommend exercising while fasting? How does that work? If someone's um, the intermittent, I, I, the, okay. I've done intermittent fasting, uh, the, the fasting cardio thing mm-hmm. twice. And I've done it because my husband, my husband like lives by the intermittent fasting and do fasting cardio. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I don't think it's for everybody because after I do it, like I eat, so much. I feel like I'm starving. Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it backfired on me because I, I think like with the intermittent fasting or whatever, you like so only supposed to um, eat between certain times or whatever. Got it. Okay. And, but after you know that time is up, like you can eat. I guess like you don't eat for breakfast and then you eat less calories for lunch and dinner or something like that. But it was like I was trying to make up for breakfast. Um Got it. Yeah. So, same. Okay. I, yep. Definitely. So, but apparently it, it does work for some people, but I, I really think you have to like really have self-control and discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I ain't saying that's a gimmick. I just, I, I just stick to eat your breakfast, eat your lunch, eat your dinner, mm-hmm. um, but less than what you did before. I mean, cause it's scientific proof. The, the less calories you eat and you exercise, you're going to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just try to stay away from the, the, the whole, you know what I'm saying? Like different trends and different um, diets and just stick to what I know, mm-hmm. which is um, you eat less, um, you eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner, mm-hmm. snack, a uh, uh, nutritious snack in the middle mm-hmm. um, to boost your metabolism mm-hmm. um, and and work out. And work and, out. Oh. Keep, keep it as simple, right? Keep it simple. <laughs> keep it, I think we complicate things so much, but if it works for you, it works for you. Mm-hmm. I just try to keep it simple because you get me all over the place. I have my clients all over the place, and I just, I just, <laughs> I just want to keep it, keep it real simple. And I've seen the results with just keeping it. So. Yeah, and I definitely working with you, I definitely saw that as well because there is that temptation, and we'll get into that when we talk about trends for the people getting all these different either surgeries or taking quick pills or these mm-hmm. Tommy what, whatever they're 
whatever these things are, the, the tummy, what are they called? The waist trainers, like all these extra things that you got to, you know, do. And it's just, that's just do eat less, work out more, you know, and drink your water. Have a good day. All right. So, um, now during fat, now for those who are fasting for faith-based purposes, what are some ways that you think that, you know, I can just speak for myself. Like I'm the worst faster. I've always been really bad at fasting. I can do three days. After three days, I don't know what to tell you. Um, but usually by three days, though, if you know, if it's say I'm doing trying to do like a 10 day fast or something like that, after okay. three days, if I get on that three day hump, I'm good. But um, but knowing that uh, if, if I'm doing three days, for example, if it's only three days, knowing that I'm only doing three days. I'm going for whatever I can get when I'm trying to, you know, break my fast. Or um, even when I first started fasting, I, I didn't even, I didn't understand that I wasn't supposed to be, you know, intaking sweets. So I just drank hot chocolate all day. And <laughs> that was my first fast. So I drank hot chocolate all day. I don't know what kind of uh, <laughs> diabetes I was. <laughs> I lost a lot of weight, but I probably was developing sugar diabetes. I don't know. Right. But. But I, 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 I didn't understand how that worked. But as far as fasting for faith-based purposes, um, we know that, you know, usually when you're fasting for those reasons, you have a really good reason and you are really, you know, saying no to your flesh in that moment. But some people maybe do fastest, fastings, uh, fasting through their church, like a corporate fast or something like that. So what are some ways that they can avoid the temptation to eat everything in sight during the fast? Like, oh, okay, it's been 12 hours. Let me just go ahead and, you know. Pray. Like what? Um, do you do? It, I pray. Like I. I <laughs> that, that's the only advice I can give them. Because okay, when I when I was on the when I did a plant based diet, I spent for spiritual reasons. I just randomly would not eat for twenty four hours, and it was just because I wanted. I really wanted to train myself. I told you I had like a eating. I don't know if it was an eating disorder, but <laughs> who ruled over my life? Mm-hmm. Like. I was like literally like okay, what am I eating? What am I? What am I eating for breakfast? Right. What am I for lunch? Like, and I really wanted to. Who was that? Who was that? Paul that said I beat myself to train. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm. Uh, but I like really wanted to have control, like and discipline myself. Like mm-hmm. I need to quit worried about food. Mm-hmm. And um, so I would go 24 hours and um, not eat anything. And after that 24 hours, I would um like have a smoothie. Or something like that. But during those twenty-four hours, like if I'm like if I was tempted to eat, I would go pray. Like I would like literally go pray. And I don't know everybody like probably at work during that time or I only work a few days out the week or twelve hour shifts. So I would strategically go on the fast on the days that I'm off. <laughs> so I'd be okay. at home and not swing on people at work. But um no, not really swing on people, y'all. But not be crazy. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cranky at work, but I I would I would just pray, like ask the Lord for strength and and how to, that's what worked for me and and just being intentional about like the, the food, like this 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 food is like really ruling over me. Like I'm really letting food like get me like this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. food like really got me out here like this. <laughs> like a crankhead. I was just saying, like, like you scratching your arms, you got the fiend yes. itch. <laughs> Look at myself. Oh like, my gosh! And, 
don't know. But I, just my advice is just pray. Get in your word. Read your word. Mm-hmm. Um, even Jesus says we don't live off of bread alone, but the very word of God. Amen. So um, j- just read your word and pray. And, you know, if you're at work, um, you know, if you got time to, you know, say a prayer. And that's the, that's the awesome thing about um, Jesus being sent and dying for our sins because we could go before the Father anywhere, mm-hmm. any and everywhere. Mm-hmm. So um, just just pray wherever you can pray. Um, open up your Bible app, um, read the word, um, just to help you get through that that spiritual fast that mm-hmm. you set out to do mm-hmm. um, before them hunger pains hit. Amen. Amen. And um, I think I read something about drinking water. Um, yeah, now see, I, I, I was gonna say that, but I don't know. You know, Jesus did. Did they drink water when they fasted? See, so I see. That's the thing. I was like, well, I I don't know, because everybody just makes it seem like you. That's the only thing you can do. But I will say, as far as um, for me, drinking water when I'm fasting is not helping anything. It just feels like it no. makes me like it hungrier. Like it's like my <laughs> like my stomach expands now. Like oh, we about to eat, you know? So it's. <laughs> So I don't know, but I've heard people say that like, oh, to be, you know, I know, especially like if before you go out to eat to save money, you should, you know, eat a little something and drink some water or drink water first before you eat. So you eat less food, Mm -hmm. things like that. But as far as drinking water during the fast, I'm like, that was, that was, that was sending me because I'm like, uh, my stomach thinks we're about to eat. So it it doesn't really, didn't really work for me, but I can't say. But speaking of drinking water while fasting, what do you think about um, foods that people should eat? to break a fast like what are some because we already know what happens when you try to go in with a burger we already know right <laughs> um I, I would say um a, a vegetable and a fruit smoothie um will be fine too um i even though i know fruit have sugar in but it's a it's a natural sugar mm-hmm. um and it's gonna break down totally different um um uh, again some uh nutritious uh meals um get some clean high protein meats um probably like four ounces, like say four ounces of chicken. You want to do like two cups of um, brown rice with some whole grain food and uh, two cups of vegetable. You want way more vegetables um, than anything else on your plate. Okay. Um, so I would say something like that. Don't go to gummy bears. Like gummy bears is my, oh, that's my weakness. <laughs> like I was about to grab a bag before I came up here and talk on on, on, on the podcast. And I was like, no, I'm And I don't really need, I don't need that. But um, but you get no none of that artificial stuff and get into your system. Um, I don't know about y'all. Like when I when I do have go on my spiritual flat fast, like my mind is so clear. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and we don't realize like the the preservatives and that artificial stuff, like how it it makes the chemicals um in our bodies off balance, mm-hmm. and like that that really does play a part. Um, you know, not trying to be all scientific and stuff like that. I mean, but that stuff is true. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and I, I believe the Lord had Daniel, who was that Daniel, mm-hmm. to go on that that fast for a reason. Like, you, mm-hmm. your mind is literally so clear mm-hmm. when you eat clean and and you work. Daniel didn't work out; he didn't have a workout. But um, <laughs> but when you eat clean and you work out, you just feel so good. And so, why would you want to go and you know what I'm saying? Just Mm-hmm. Start eating crazy. Yeah. Again, but fast. Yep. I do. If, if, it, if it's just for your your reasons or spiritual reasons, I think it's beneficial to not um, do that. Yeah, it really is. I think I broke a fast once with a, a brownie a la mode from Chick Fil A years ago. They. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, and I'm already lactose intolerant, so I have no idea why. <laughs> 
was just so hungry. I was so focused. I don't know if I really beat my body into subjection at that time because I was a horrible. But also, I have to say, I wasn't converted back then. That's when I was still on okay. that prosperity gospel. See? Mm. Okay. Do I, don't know, I don't know what I was thinking, but I was like, let me get that brownie alamo Chick-fil-A. Let's do this. <laughs> I was so sick. Um, but okay, so we talked really briefly about fitness trends earlier, but um, we know that, I, especially when you go on Instagram, you see a lot of celebrities who have really, you know, they're, they're fit, they look great. Um, you know, we know people put what they want to put on, on online, but at the same time, they're doing these, you know, quick diets or they're selling these flat tummy teas or whatever is going on. So um, it, it begins to, you begin to realize, I was looking at uh, 1 Corinthians 6 and 12, you begin to realize um, that though there are some things that are, like we talked about, beneficial, or there's some good things, or you shouldn't necessarily become a slave to them. It seems like people become a slave to their fitness journey. So what can we as believers do? We talked earlier, you talked earlier about, um, you know, doing it for the right reasons to glorify God. What does that look like? What can we do to keep fitness and nutrition in its proper place? Uh, so one, uh, one of the ways um, as believers to keep things in its proper or it, for me um, is to plan. It goes back to planning. Um, I know if I don't plan, I'm all I'm all over the place and I waste a lot of time, mm -hmm. um, especially on Instagram, just looking and researching. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, again, taking a day out of the week for like an hour, mm -hmm. um, planning your meals, planning your workouts, doing research, um, or even get motivation for others. You know, do that within the hour. Um, that will help you stay organized and not waste a lot of time and to keep fitness in its proper place. Because uh, again, at the end of the day, these things are going to pass away. Away. That those that treadmill go pass away, that those dumbbells go pass away, but the word of God will not pass away. Um, so ultimately our relationship with God should come first before any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And um I'll be truthful, I had to get off of um, my training page um because I follow a lot of fitness gurus and I spent a lot of time looking at what they were doing and what's new. Um and the things um, I've noticed, the things that we spend the most time with, those things could be our God. Mm -hmm. So um, I had to do a self-examination and, you know, just, just take us some time to get off of it. Um, and I do plan on getting back on um, with the new perspectives and being more active on my fitness with my fitness content. But um, we, we just really, like I said, we, we as believers, we really need to um, put those things in proper order. Like I said, just spend an hour out of the, out of your day, one day out of the week, um, save you a lot of time. It will okay. save you from just just looking at stuff and you know because I do a lot of research you know mm -hmm. try to put my fitness groups my boot camps um, and I just noticed that I was just wasting a whole lot of time and then it was time to you know my husband sleep my son sleep I'm like oh I need to get in my word and I go to sleep on the word like, <laughs> and I'm knocked out right and I spent hours looking at other people spent hours mm. researching you know and not and feel with God's word. Mm, um, yeah. So that was a conviction for me. So as believers, ultimately our relationship with God um, should should come first. Um, and not to say that fitness and nutrition is not beneficial. It is, but um, those things need to be in proper order. Yeah. Yeah. And and as far as those certain things being permissible, what are your thoughts about? Um, you know, people may call it cheating. People who do those. Um, 
either crash diets or um, who get surgeries to drop a lot of weight, you know, out of nowhere. They say it's for their health or whatnot, but, you know, hey, that's their business. But what are your thoughts about that? Because I've actually, I actually know a couple of professing believers who've gotten fat transfers where they'll take fat from a certain part of their body and put it, you know, in other parts that the world says is a better place for it to go. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I, I just keep my, you know, comments to myself because I know that, you know, biblically speaking, there's nothing to get the word saying you can't get a fat transfer. However, right. I'm thinking about the motives. I'm thinking about their motives. I was like, just going to say that. I was going to say in all things that we do, we need to ask ourselves why. Why am I even doing it? Right. Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Especially as believers, as us being a believers in Christ. Like, yeah. Am I doing this to glorify you, or am I doing this to glorify myself? Right. Right. Um, yeah. So I, I think yeah. that's the question that we need to ask ourselves with, with all that we do. Like, if that's what they want to do, you know, if that's what the world want to do, or whatever. Right. But us as believers, like, we truly need to ask ourselves, like, is this to glorify God? Um. And like the the quick diets or whatever, and I would say even with the the fat transfers, the the quick diets, um, like tummy teas or whatever, because um, you're trying to instantly get that you know get right and get tight. Mm-hmm. Um, but if your mindset is not changed, this stuff is gonna come right back. Mm. That's true. That's true. Or you will become a slave to those uh those treatments and surgeries and right. Think, you're yeah. Wasting money, and you probably gonna be in debt. Yes. And then let me want that stuff and then we're gonna be at the altar Lord, I need <laughs> right claiming the healing declaring decreeing 2021 right. I declare and decree my healing yeah that's true yes, yes. okay like, yeah no, but you yeah <laughs> well hey so let's talk about tempting God really quickly um so we know people will um you know we already know that you know gluttony is a sin and things like that but some people wouldn't even describe right. how they eat as being gluttony um Mm -hmm. yet we have people that eat you know some foods that are not exactly healthy but they'll pray over it and say you know thank you for this food bless it for the nourishment of our bodies uh what do you what do you say to those people or those types of prayers Especially to to those who are having, you know, health problems. Like like you were saying, like you went to the doctor and the doctor told you, you know, you need to lose this amount of weight, you need to stop eating this. Um, and you have those people, like I've been in the healthcare for 11 years and you have literally, I, I'm in the room while the doctor's telling them that, you know, you can't have this stuff. It's not, it's not beneficial for you. You need to cut it out. And as soon as they walk out, they get their trays. It don't have any salt on it or, or whatever. And they're asking me, to go get it for him. And I'm like, wait, the doctor just told you that you can't have that. And like, they will literally fight you. Like, you in a whole argument, you know, with these people. But, um, <laughs> but I, uh, I don't, I, I don't think we should be tempting, tempting the Lord, um, like that. Like, if, if, if it's not beneficial, if it, if it's proof that it's, that type of eating um, causes chronic illness, high blood pressure, stroke, um, especially in the black our black men. Like, oh, we get so many black men with high blood pressure, strokes, um, diabetes. Um, like, if it's proof that you continue to eat that those type of foods, um, why would we tempt the Lord um, and continue to eat that way? Um, and even you talking about it, I'm feeling convicted myself. Um, 
because um, I've done it before. Like, mm-hmm. you just, uh, we just, I don't know. I think that's, we just got to, like, really self-examine ourselves. Like, yeah. um, is, <laughs> yeah. is this really, is is this really going to nourish in our body? Right. Are we, so, right. Um, <laughs> so, but I, I did want to say self-examine yourself. Um, um, do not tempt the Lord. Um, but it, it actually take steps of, like, your prayer is to be, you know, Lord, help me. You know, Lord, the doctor said this, but turn around and go get uh, Popeye's chicken. Like, that's not, mm, come on, y'all. Yeah. That's, um, that's really tempting the Lord. So yeah. be intentional about be intentional about your prayers. And what you can do, do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And let the Lord do what, I mean, do what he does. But I don't think, again, I don't think we should be blind and ignorant to the fact that, um, um, eating healthy and exercises is beneficial and, you know, continuously eating um, the way, especially in the black community, because, you know, we love our, you know, Nick Bones and, you know, mm-hmm. all that, you know, mm-hmm. other stuff. But if we continue to eat that way every other day, because even in my plans um, with you, you know, I tell everybody, you know, you can have one cheat meal. But if we continue to eat cheat meals for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, right. and snack, yeah. like that, over time, that's going to wear and tear on our body. Yeah. Um, and you probably get to the point where you don't even want that. It, 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 I, it, I don't know about you, but sometimes, like, if I, if, let's say if I do go to Chick-fil-A, like, I, I feel bad. Like, my stomach, my, it mm-hmm. tears my stomach off because I done ate um, all this nutrition, nutritional food mm-hmm. uh, for so long. And then I put that in my body. It just, it don't agree anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just think over time, like, you probably don't even want that no more. Your body ain't even go. You don't want to feel like that anymore. Right. Um, one thing I yeah, noticed I for think- me, McDonald's is, I don't know what's in McDonald's food. This is not a, a knock again. Like I'm trying to, I'm not trying to be like Oprah when she took down the whole, um, uh, what was that? What was that? She was the beef industry. Like, I'm not trying to do that, but there's something in McDonald's foods that gives me a headache. And, and it's a, it feels like something is popping in my head when I eat McDonald's. Oh, wow. And at first I thought that it was just me, but I was like, every time I eat McDonald's. So I was like, I got to stop. But, um, and, and that I was eating that around the time I was telling you that I wasn't working out and I was, and I wasn't planning my meals. So I was just grabbing stuff. And so I'll run out right. get something. And, um, and then after I ate it out, I, I also never felt satisfied, not full, mm-hmm. but not, I wasn't even satisfied. I felt like I just ate right. like wax and, right. you know, I just, I never felt, you know, but it was some, you know, it, you know, it tastes good, I guess, but, but it was something quick. And, um, but I always felt like I was eating wax and then I would have a headache when I was done. So I was like, McDonald's is not, and, and of course I would get sick. Um, so I'm like, McDonald's is just not the move again. It's just, this is not a knock on McDonald's per se. It's just, that's my experience with this particular restaurant, but just a caution to anybody. If you're eating something and you're feeling away after you eat, eat, you know, from that particular lo- uh, restaurant or that particular food, there may be an allergy going on or, you know, there's, they could be putting something in the food. I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to be careful what I say. Cause I don't want to be like, Me too. you know, I want to you know, be slanderous, but just, yeah. just speaking of my personal experience, like when I eat personally, when I eat McDonald's, it makes me sick. And I, that has to be a conviction for me to just, duh, stop eating McDonald's. Oh, well, I don't have anything okay. for lunch. Or you could plan your meal. Um, and uh, and I also fell off because I was working like a thousand different jobs at the end of, towards the end of the year. So I just, you know, but I actually did have time because I looked at my Instagram usage and <laughs> I was doing like four hours and like four and a half hours every day. And I'm like, I don't even know when I had four and a half hours to be on Instagram. Yeah, but if yeah. I can do that, then I can, you know, find some time to meal prep because 
yeah. So yeah, but that's all. That's all. It's somewhere. It's somewhere in there. We could cut time out. Somewhere. Somewhere, somewhere up in there. Somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, I would just say don't tip, don't tip the Lord. Like if you did, and some, sometimes people just don't know. They don't. They don't know. And there's some people that just that uh, if they just like if the Lord don't do it, it ain't gonna get done. It ain't go try to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think we need to be like that. I don't, I don't. And they be praying for miracles, honey. Oh my yeah. goodness. He died don't, for my. Oh my gosh! Yes, that's right. true. Don't let the fried chicken take us out. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Um, Amen. Amen. Yeah, just self-examine yourself. Um, that's really what I can what I can say. It's, it's where your food goes. Like you know, if this an area that needs to be worked on, ask the Lord. Um, pray to the Lord and just be intentional. Intentional about it. It's so much information on on the internet. Um. Um, and there's so many personal trainers and nutritional trainers everywhere um, online or probably in your area that can, that can help you um, in some way and you don't even have to use those services all the time just get an idea of what it is that you need and go from there um, so that could be one less thing you know I know for type with money or whatever but if it's for your health go ahead and invest in yourself um, I'm in the long run because I, like I said those those medical bills are high mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and we just tend to not we spend money on what we want to spend on that's right and I really think we need to invest in our in our self yeah. and, and get the proper things that we need um, for our bodies to take care of ourselves and, and at the end, I'm not saying that you know with you being so healthy we're never going to die like these old bodies are going to pass away right but again going back to that scripture if our bodies are not our own and, and this is where the Holy Spirit resides we do what we can to, to, to take care of it mm-hmm. amen okay alright so uh, what was I trying to say I'm all over the place so okay what was there anything else you would like to share I realize now we're coming up on my last few questions but anything you'd like to maybe announce a fitness challenge or an encouragement to um, others who need to meet their fitness goals in 2020 what would you like to say um I would just like to say to the believers um, that are looking to, you know, change your ways. Um, again, first and foremost, pray. Pray to the Lord. Just ask you to um, ask Him to help you with any struggles that you have as far as your fitness and nutrition. Um, and like I said, not to be legalistic. Um, I'm not trying to tell you when to work out, how to work out, when, what to eat. Um, but may the Lord convict you in those areas of um being intentional about taking care of the body that the Holy Spirit resides in. Um, and um, I don't have any challenges coming up right now. Um, I'm juggling a few things um, right now. So I'm trying to, you know, stay organized and keep things in its proper order. But again, I do plan on going back on my uh, fitness page, um, be, fairly, be fairly underscore fit on Instagram and being more active with content um, that you can use in your home. It'd be more of like a free um, type of thing that you can utilize in your um, at your house, and I have some stuff up there now. It's um, old. Um, I haven't posted since September, but um, again, I'm just trying to you know get things in proper order before I come back on there. But yes, uh, definitely include the Lord in all things, especially your um, fitness and um, nutrition journey. Okay, sounds good. So you gave us your Instagram um, at uh-huh. What About Ways for People. Is that a good way for people to contact you if they're interested in your services? Um, whether um, the web you or can con- you can contact me at Brittany Barely eighty six 
at gmail.com. Um, if anybody's interested in that PowerPoint, because um, it, it breaks down workouts, it breaks down um, the the three components that I was talking to you about, um, the protein, complex carbs, and fibrous, um, fibrous vegetables. Um, and um, it gives also gives um, more tips just to simplify your fitness journey and um i will be more than happy to um email you that um point free of charge is, is nothing um um at britney fairly 86 at gmail.com okay sounds good so i just want to thank you so much for coming on and talking with me today um thank i was you really of course i just i was so blessed by your fitness plan i didn't realize i was your first um uh what do you call it a, a remote client or web what was it? The first online, online class. Okay. So guys, yeah. this is really, this was really helpful for me um, because I, as far as um, going, I, I go to the gym, but dealing with a personal trainer, it's just, there's that added pressure that, you know, for me, that was a lot. Um, some people need that. I, I just need guidance and then I can do things from an autonomous um, mm -hmm. standpoint. So the, with Brittany, I feel like you get a little bit of everything, whatever suits your need. And for me, especially with my being in D.C., and you're in North Carolina, right? Mm, Mississippi. Oh, Mississippi. I'm sorry. I don't know how I got North Carolina. So in Mississippi, so my whole thing, oh, that's the other young lady I was talking to a few uh, months ago for the AKA thing. She's in North Carolina. Uh, okay. uh, so, but my, the whole thing is, it was really helpful. So basically, she, guys, she she asked you what your fitness goals are. You, basically, she asked you about your why. Um, she asked about your, you know, food, you know, your current diet and uh, your food allergies and things like that. And then she comes up with a customized plan for you, um, what you want to work on. I told her about my low energy and all those good things and how I just wanted to figure out what to do with my stomach because it just was it was just never I had the, the I don't want to call it the FUPA because I know what that stands for but the, the <laughs> yeah there's a well people 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 use certain letters in that to say something else so but the the fat fat the lower belly fat I was having a really hard time getting rid of it of course it was my diet and definitely my exercise but it was definitely uh also my diet um, and I noticed that that I can sit still and there's I'm girl, I'm just I feel great. Like my stomach is doing what it's supposed to do. Um, but I did two plans with her and my co-workers, my church members, everyone noticed a difference right away. Um, I looked younger, I felt refreshed, my skin was clear, I had a, you know more color to my skin. Um, so it was very helpful. Um, it was, you know. It wasn't anything that was overbearing. She, she just gave me uh, a five, I think it was, I think it was five days a week that I worked out. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. um, so it was like two days, you know, doing a certain type of exercise and then three days doing another type and then resting on the weekends. And so it was great, but I had the flexibility of some re for some reason I missed a day or whatnot. I could make it up on the weekend. So it was really helpful. So I would highly recommend you look into that. Um, she's in Mississippi, but no matter where you are, her services will still be valid to you. So, um, but again, thanks so much for coming on, Brittany. Um, I look forward to girl, working with you. Explained with me. that better than me, girl. Oh, did I? Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Uh, <laughs> but I, I look forward to working with you some more in 2020. I definitely. Um, you know, I'll be 40 this year, so I really got to, you know, look look at my motivation. Look, I'll be 40 this year, so I got to be fine. Let me get my life right. We just <laughs> talked about doing things for the glory of the Lord, but um, we are his, his hands, his feet, his, you know, his eyes and all that. So we definitely want to make sure we go forth 
um, in, in, in good health to uh, spread his gospel. So um, thank you so much, Brittany. And that's all thank I you have. For me. Of course. Hey guys, Verita Ifu here. Some of you guys have asked for ways to support Truth and Fire, so here's three. Number one, subscribe to the blog and the podcast. It's the best way to stay up to date on our latest content. Number two, purchase merchandise from the Truth and Fire shop. We've got shirts, hats, phone covers, laptop covers, and other neat pieces to help you represent. Visit www.truthandfire.com forward slash shop. Number three, partner with us on Patreon. We have four tiers to choose from, so pick one and unlock the benefits of your support. Find us at www.patreon.com forward slash truth and fire. Thank you guys so much for listening. Welcome back. Thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode. I know that um, coming back through to a, a new season and talking about fitness and nutrition can be kind of odd, especially given my track record. How I'm always talking about things from a spiritual standpoint. Um, however, my New Year's resolution has been to share the gospel, drink more water, and mind my business. And so I decided to lend that resolution over to the editorial calendar for Truth and Fire, the blog, as well as for the podcast. So you guys will begin to see more content dealing with Christian living um, as I've now and have begun to mature in the Lord's word and now better understand what it is I should be believing about his word, which is something that I um, was not able to do years ago because I was under a false gospel. But now that I better understand um, the truth of the word and what it is that um, I am to know of the Lord, I'm also looking to apply this truth to my day-to-day life, right? And so one thing um, I wanted to do with this episode is to help people apply fitness and uh, fitness and nutrition um, or put place fitness and nutrition, I should say, in its proper place. Right. There's nothing in scripture that says we should not work out and there's nothing in scripture saying that we should. However, there are indications there that it is beneficial for us to do it for benefits for the now. It does not have an overall bearing on our salvation, right? So that is why it is not necessarily something that um, we should um, be focusing on uh, more than, of course, our spiritual fitness. However, 1 Corinthians, uh, 1 Timothy, sorry, 4 and 8 actually does acknowledge that there is a little uh, benefit, earthly benefit for um, our bodily exercise. Uh, to be exact, it says, for bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness is profitable for all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. So if you are spiritually fit, that is going to benefit you in this life as well as in the life to come. If you're physically fit, it only benefits you right now. And honestly, there are no guarantees because I know um, someone who ate clean, uh, exercised, drank a lot of water, and this individual ended up um, passing away from cancer about two or three years ago, a really dear um, young lady that I knew. Um, so uh, these things that we do in the here and now are not necessarily going to guarantee anything. Yet there is something to be said about not taking um, the health that the Lord has given us for granted. Um, there's something to be said about doing things in moderation. Okay. Um, thinking about Proverbs 23 verses 20 through 21, it talks about, um, it says, do not mix with wine bibbers or with gluttonous eaters of meat 
for the drunkard and the glutton will come to poverty and the drowsiness uh, and drowsiness will clothe the man with rags. Um, when I think about that, it just makes me think about someone being slothful or after they've just, you know, eaten themselves and drank, you know, so much that they, they're no use of anything. And so they, um, they are spending all of their, their goods on these indulgences and they are not, um, focusing on the on the on the greater things the spiritual things and so something about the spiritual man the, the person filled with god's spirit is going to be moderate in everything that he does um and that takes me to first corinthians 6 through 12 it says or well, 6 verse chapter 6 verse 12 which says all things are lawful for me but not all things are helpful all things are lawful for me but i will not be brought under the power of any so if you decide to exercise and have a, a nutritional um a nutrition plan great but don't overdo it to where that is now taking precedence over your spiritual fitness if you are um uh now uh spiritually fit i mean yeah spiritually fit and you're thinking that you don't need to work out well there's nothing that is um wrong with you deciding to work out if you would and it would be ideal that the person who is mature in the lord will have a desire to take care of their bodies as they are able okay as they are able again i, I understand people have conditions and not everyone is physically able to do these things but if you have been blessed with the ability to to move about and to make choices um, that would benefit how you feel and how you move about in the world, then this will probably be wise to heed. Okay. Um, so that's all I wanted to say about this particular episode, just to sum everything up. Um, one really quick announcement. I will be in Los Angeles, March 20th through 23rd. Um, I'll be there visiting a friend of uh, another sister in the Lord and I will be visiting another sister in the Lord over in Los Angeles. And while we're there, we're hoping to make it out to the clouds without water conference in Reading. Um, Reading is eight hours away from LA. Um, I'm not from California, so I had no idea it was that far away. However, um, you know, if we can make it into a road trip where there are others who are interested in, in riding with us out there, we would be willing to go. Um, I've already rented a or reserved a an SUV um, that can comfortably seat about seven people. So far, we have three people that um, are good to go. So we, we have room for about four, three or four more people. So if you're interested in um, joining us for that road trip, should we decide to take it? It actually, it actually would depend on the interest that we would have for those who want to ride with us. Um, so if you're interested in joining us, you can email me at info at truthandfire.com. Um, and I will then give you details about what this would then entail. And if this sounds good to you, then we can all meet up in LA and ride out together that morning, get there that afternoon or that evening, enjoy the conference Friday evening and um, up till Saturday afternoon and drive back. Okay. That is only if you're interested in your and only for those who are in the LA area or will be in the LA area on the 20th of March. Okay. So with that said, thank you guys so much for listening. I pray that you got something um, beneficial from uh, Brittany's and my uh, chat today. And I look forward to bringing you guys more content that you can use not only um, for your um, spiritual edification, but to apply it to your day-to-day -day life as a believer that you may live a life that glorifies the Lord in all that you do. Um, and, uh, and that you bear good fruit. Okay. Uh, so with that said, talk to you guys in two weeks. Thank you for listening.
Truth and Fire, the podcast has been brought to you by truthandfire.com, where we explore faith and pop culture from a witty Christian perspective. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, let us know. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Verite Efu. That's V-E-R-I-T-E-E-T-F-E-U. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. We hope you'll join us next time. Thanks for listening. Thank you.